Welcome to the first episode of Is It Canon with Canon Keeler. First of all, thank you so much for tuning in. It really does mean a lot to me that you take some time out of your day to listen. So hopefully we can learn something about God together. And to give you a little bit of context about the name of this podcast. So yes, my actual name is Canon, and the title of this podcast is Is It Canon? So just to explain that a little bit, uh, Canon is the collective books of the Bible, and it also can mean something that is true, something that is right. So the goal of this podcast is to give you, the listener, something that is true, something that is right, and biblically based. And So I'm just going to give short little messages that hopefully speak to your heart, and I pray throughout the process of this podcast that you and me can both learn something about God's character together. So let's jump right in. So the title of today's message is God Mode. Um, So if you've ever played a video game, you know exactly what I'm talking about. For those who don't, um, this is what God Mode basically is in a video game. God Mode is a cheat code that allows players to do pretty much whatever they want. They can fly, they can be indestructible, they can be really strong. I mean, they can pretty much do whatever their imaginations allow them. But I want to look at what God Mode means for the Christian. You know, we can't just go around doing whatever we want. The Bible is really clear on pretty much what we can and can't do. And so for a Christian's point of view, uh, I think the number one thing about living in this God mode would be being bold. And before we look at that, I just want to look at the whole Bible as a a large story of God's loyal love for us. If you look at the Bible as a whole, you'll see that there are so many situations where humans seem to be messing up and making a total disaster of God's plans, but God constantly sees it through and makes something beautiful happen. For me, one of the most prominent stories of God making a way when things seem impossible is the story of Joseph. You know, you have Jacob's favorite son, his 11th child, and because he had him in his old age, he was one of his favorite children. And so he was treated very well compared to the other brothers. But you have him later on in life being sold by his brothers into slavery and going through so many terrible things in his life. But somehow God saw a way to make him a leader, a great ruler, and gave him all these capabilities and um, promises through his dreams and his interpretations of dreams. You know, Joseph was a great character to learn that from, that no matter how bad things seem to get, God has a way to turn it around. And when God speaks promises over you, you can be assured that those are going to be fulfilled. And so that brings me back to what being bold means. You know, for me, Being bold is a uh, state of mind. It's being able to see a situation how God is able to see it. Um, Sure, we're not invincible, and we know we're going to have trials, we're going to have tribulations, 
things in our life are going to go wrong. But when we are able to see something through God's point of view, through his lens, everything just seems so much more simple. And we always just seem so amazed by it. You know, like, God, uh, how did you see that coming? Well, God did create the whole world in seven days, so there's something to be said there. But uh, I think one of the coolest stories in the Bible is when Jesus is calming the storm in Matthew 8, verses 23 through 27. This is what it says. Then Jesus got into the boat and started across the lake with his disciples. Suddenly, a fierce storm struck the lake with waves breaking into the boat. But Jesus was sleeping. The disciples went and woke him up, shouting, Lord, save us. We're going to drown. Jesus responded, Why are you afraid? Why have you so little faith? Then he got up and rebuked the wind and the waves, and suddenly there was a great calm. And this is, this is one of my favorite parts. The disciples were amazed. Who is this man, they asked. Even the winds and the waves obey him. Throughout that whole encounter, I really love just how casual Jesus is. You know, he's like, why are you afraid? Like, what's the matter? It's just some storms. Don't you know that God is bigger than some storms? And so it's easy to say that, oh, God is Jesus and Jesus is God. So why would he be afraid of some storms? He just would rebuke them. And he did. But I think the reason why Jesus was so calm was to set an example for the the disciples. And so this example is that when God sets you on an, a mission, when he's setting you on his course, God will find a way and he is going to make his promises come to pass because God is the great tapestry weaver of our lives. And so it's really easy to read that story through the lens of the disciples, but if we're going to live our lives through this God mode, then we need to read the story through Jesus. It's something that I'm constantly trying to grow in, and so I encourage you to do the same thing, is to really understand the psyche of Jesus. Understand how his brain works, because if you understand Jesus, you begin to understand the character of God. Because Jesus is 100% man and 100% God, we're able to relate to him in a much better way. Um, it doesn't seem like that all the time because Jesus lived a perfect life. He lived a life without sin. Jesus was still tempted. But it's so easy for us to separate ourselves from Jesus because we only see him as 100% God. And we got to remember that he was 100% man as well. He was God made flesh so that he could be the ultimate sacrifice for our sins. And so to simply put it, God mode is realizing that God is our Lord and Savior. He's our firm foundation. He's our friend when we need one. He is our great counselor, the Prince of Peace. And so a dude who I really think understood this concept of God mode even though he probably did not call it that in his time, was Paul. I mean, look at the guy. He wrote most of the New Testament. And from the moment he was saved, he was trying to advance the kingdom of God. And one of my favorite stories in the Bible, 
that really shows this side of Paul is when he's in prison with Silas. This particular story was written down in Acts 16, and so it starts with verse 16, but basically Paul and Silas went down to a uh, place of worship, and they found this girl who was possessed by a demon, but she had the ability to tell the future. Well, they rebuked this demon out, but the master of this woman was very upset because she was his source of income, and so he got Paul and Silas thrown in prison. Well, what do you do when you get thrown in prison for doing what God's called to you to do? You pray and sing, and that's exactly what Paul and Silas were doing. So they were praying and singing, and then there was a massive earthquake that shook the foundations of the whole prison. Well, the door swung wide open, and all the chains to the prisoners fell right off. This woke the prison guard up, and he assumed that all the prisoners had escaped. So he drew his sword to kill himself. But Paul shouted to him, saying, Stop, don't kill yourself, we're all here. And then the jailer asked Paul and Silas, What should I do to be saved? Because he knew that there was power in whoever they were praying to. And so they answered, Believe in the Lord Jesus, and you will be saved, along with everyone in your household. And through this impossible situation, they allowed God to move. They had faith, because even though they were sent to prison, they knew that God was bigger than that prison, that God was going to vindicate them and set them free. Something I often do when reading scripture is try to read it through as many point of views as possible. Because every person sees the works of Jesus in a different way. You may learn something about Jesus that I haven't learned yet. And if we fellowship in that, we will see a better picture of Jesus. So let's look at how the jailer saw this situation. You have this man who's just trying to do his job. And then he thinks all the prisoners have escaped. Well, he's probably going to be killed for allowing this to happen. So he was going to kill himself. But at the last second, the Lord stepped in through Paul. Oftentimes, the darkest moments in our lives is when we realize that Jesus is the light that will always keep on shining. And in that prison guard's darkest moment, he allowed Jesus to step into his life. He allowed Paul and Silas to preach the gospel to him and share it to his whole house. And the same night, he was baptized. And there is a lot more to that story, but... The big picture that I want to bring home is that we need to have a strong foundation in Christ. We need to have a firm faith to trust God when he calls us into uncomfortable situations. I can guarantee you that Paul and Silas were very uncomfortable when they had the perfect opportunity to escape, but instead they chose to sit down and preach the gospel to their jailer. And so whether you are a new Christian or you've been believing for many years, you will have a testimony or a moment in your life where things seemed pretty much impossible that you need to share, whether that be to a new believer or someone who has believed like you for a long time. One of the most effective ways to grow our faith in Christ is to hear others talk about how God made a way when there was no way. So I'm going to leave you with this final thought. Living in God mode doesn't mean that bad things won't happen to you, because they will. It means that no matter what gets thrown at you, God has already seen it coming and has the best worked out for you. 
Thank you so much for listening to the first episode of Is It Canon? I plan on releasing new episodes every month, so please rate, subscribe. If you have any feedback, please get into contact with me. I really want to learn as much as possible about doing this. Obviously, the production level is beginner, but we all have to start somewhere, right? And so that means just so much more to me that you would be able to listen to the end of this episode. But I pray that this word touched your heart, that it got you thinking about Jesus, maybe show you something that you haven't seen before in Christ. And with that said, I had a great time recording this first episode. It was awesome to combine both of my passions, preaching the gospel and playing music. But anyways, I hope to see you next time. This is Canon, signing off.